It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Tony Bruno Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry May. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Hello, everybody. It is a thirsty Thursday. And yes, Harry, today is the name game day, and it's also opening day, Harry. That's right. Opening day of Major League Baseball. You know, it's been 133 days, I believe, Tony, since one of the four major sports has played a game. But baseball, it's been over 300 days. Well, right, but I'm just saying, like they shut the NBA and the NHL down. It was about 133 days ago, 19 weeks. 19 weeks. Actually, the last sporting event, I believe, was the Big East tournament game that that started at noon and then shut down at halftime. At Madison Square Garden in New York. Right, about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and that was on that Thursday. That's 19 weeks ago. Now, of course, we've had the MLS's back action going on. The golf. The golf has been going on. But I gotta baseball. say, I can feel the excitement wafting off of all of everybody to, in the studio today. That's yeah, the, no, that's because I didn't take a shower. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I took the trash out, and the trash has been the steaming pile of trash. I didn't know excitement smelled like that. Yeah, I don't know. That might be that new shampoo I used. <laughs> my, was, I got my hair cut today. <laughs> it is Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, Couch Guy, Colin, the Couch Guy. A big Mo Bamba guy will be breaking out the Mo Bamba hit song that's now spreading throughout the NBA bubble. Oh, we're going to play that today? Absolutely. Oh, good. Uh, The clean version, I hope, right? Of course. Yes, absolutely. The obscenities have been edited Now, how much is lost in the clean version versus the other version? About 75%. Yeah, see, that's the problem. It's like watching Goodfellas on USA Network. (laughs) You know what I mean? It stinks. Yeah, and it's also four hours long because they have a million commercials. Right, exactly. That makes it even worse. That's why, again, it's not just a shout at USA Network. No. You watch any movie on any over-the-air network, 
Yeah. It's, it's a three-hour movie is five hours. A two-hour movie is four hours. Yeah, but especially in that movie, the cursing is so good. Exactly. What, Harry? Right. You don't like, hey, forget you. Forget yeah, you, yeah. man. Forget you. <laughs> Sometimes they're really creative, though, and it makes you laugh when you, because you know what they're saying. Right, right. Melon Farmer and, is the one I like. Which one? Melon Farmer. Yes, yes, I've heard that one before, Melon too. Melon Farmer. Yeah. You oh, melon for, farmer. Uh, yeah, okay, All I got right. you. All right, enough of that gotcha. stuff. We got important stuff to get to today. Are we going to play the name game? We will play that the name song game. That Shirley you Ellis right. later on, yes. Right. <laughs> but it's opening night, and Jason Stark is going to be here this hour Good. to get you in that baseball mood. Nobody writes a better notes column. Nope. Maybe in baseball history, Harry. Has there ever been a better guy who puts together Sunday notes and he did it all the time in the Philadelphia Inquirer, now with the Athletic, was at right. ESPN forever. Not in my lifetime. Not, not in my no. lifetime either. And I'm an yeah. old AF, as we used to say. <laughs> we can say AF at least. Yeah, absolutely. You know, on yeah. all the other stuff. But it's opening night. And yes, the Yankees and the Washington Nationals. The defending champs. Exactly right. Cole, uh, the Jarrett Cole against uh, Max Scherzer, not the impersonator, mm. not the strapper down in the D.C. area who's gone as far as not only does he resemble him. He looks a lot like He him. does, but then he had to get a separate contact lens right. so he would have one brown eye and one blue eye. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I get it. The guy looks like him. Mm-hmm. But I was, yeah, Robin and I were arguing before the show, and it got ugly in here. It did. And it will again. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> There's it happens. No hopefully, but it happens. hopefully it happens during the show instead of always during the break. Because she says, "Oh, that's pretty cool." He went out, even went out and got like a brown. Never... That's you know what I call that. <gasps> that's identity theft. Aren't we supposed to stop that stuff? <laughs> I mean, people think you know stop me all the time and think I look like you know Heisenberg, right. and Various other stuff. This guy went as far as to go get a brown contact lens. Don't you think that's a little no, obsessive? Blue. So I mean, he has. Naturally bl- brown, brown eyes. So he put a blue and eye he puts in. one Because Scherzer has one blue Correct. and one brown, and that's natural. Right. So this strapper, what's his name? Kramer. Kevin Kramer. Not yes. Cosmo Kramer. No, no. I'd expect Cosmo Kramer to do that. Yeah, Scherzer's left eye is brown. Right. And, then I, and his right eye is blue. So I guess this guy puts in the you – know, I hope he puts the contact in the correct eye. I don't know. Although, would you would if somebody? Well, I guess if somebody's a huge fan, they would they notice would him. They would know. But yeah. most people are not going to realize. They're just going to go, "Oh, we know he has one blue eye." Yeah. But apparently, he he's in and around the stadium he area he quite only, a bit. He lives like four blocks from the stadium, okay. so he's around there constantly. And Was he wearing his Scherzer jersey? Like Scherzer would actually do that. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, man. This guy's got to be a strapper. This guy. This is, I'm telling you, this guy's a stalker. I, I would. I would. I would put. I'd have somebody looking, watching him. Yeah, I'd have somebody. Maybe watching. this is the guy in D.C. Yes. That, that that hacked your Twitter feed. That is feed. the breaking news. That, thank you, Harry. Robin saw this. I didn't even wasn't even aware of it. Now yeah, we know about the big the, you, the big <laughs> blue check mark hack where people were asking for bits. Uh, not Bitcoin. We asked for bits. Yeah, you asked for bits. I asked for bits. They were asking for Bitcoin from like big time Joe Biden, and President Obama, President Obama, yeah. and so. My account was hacked, too, but I didn't do anything. I mean, I didn't send out messages asking for money. No, they just sort of disabled your account, exactly. I believe, and They, they throttled me, Harry. They're well, definitely yeah. throttling yeah. me. Well, the I mean, funny I put thing... out some of the most brilliant tweets and get, like, five likes. Mm, I know. Some strapper with 300 followers gets 10,000 likes. I know. It's I a mean, joke. tell me I'm not being throttled, well, I, I am, too. I'm, I'm demanding a congressional investigation. This is a, this is a constitutional crisis and a threat to our democracy. 
and any other crap that these politicians throw out there when they say the world's coming to an end. I think I'm being throttled due to my association with you. Really? Huh? Yeah, I believe so. Robin's adding followers. She's up to five grand now. <laughs> Maybe I'm the one that's Maybe holding. she's throttling us. <laughs> At Miss Robin. I'm like, Austin. send them all my way. Exactly right. <laughs> Because there's not enough guys stalking chicks right, on Twitter exactly. right now. Now, Tony, there is... Yeah. There Why don't is... you put up a couple of boob shots, Robin? <laughs> and the, the, the Twitter following will just go through the roof. Now, Tony, there's one thing that's very, very clear, though, yes. is that whoever hacked you... Um, for whatever reason, if it was for money, they clearly weren't listening. They to got the, the show. wrong guy. Because yeah, exactly. we we Did know you hear my adjusted yeah. gross income was. We knew about that. So <laughs> they, they clearly, weren't, they weren't the musician Tony Bruno. <laughs> it's like guys robbing a bank. They go in the vault and it's empty. It's, empty. <laughs> it's like, dude. It's like these strappers pulling out ATM machines only to find out there was no money in it after <laughs> yes. all that work. The guy was like, I thought this guy was on Madden. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, he man. was. I'm just a broke ass loser that like was, everybody else. That was oh five, oh six, oh seven. Twenty. That's fifteen years ago. That bro. was pre-divorce <laughs> and alimony. No, that was right in the wheelhouse. Oh, it was. That was right at the beginning. No, oh. that's the problem. Is that that's that amped, when, that amped his income exactly, up? Exactly. Yes. That's when uh, the alimony amount was established. That skewed the income. It, uh, exactly it, right, Harry. Totally. That's a rolling average. Oh, and they kept rolling that average, even though it was anyway. Enough about my divorce. <laughs> Everybody gets divorced. Even Aton Shander's probably not married yet, and he may be getting divorced before he gets married. He gets married this weekend. He's going to join us tomorrow from the rehearsal. So we will on have a, Zoom. We'll have a live Zoom <laughs> yes, of Aton yeah. Shander at his rehearsal. Correct. Now, what about the rehearsal dinner afterwards? Are we going to go live to that too? Uh, well, I think our show will be over by <laughs> oh, then. Okay. Yeah, he'll probably do a show live from the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> now, though. will he be? This is rehearsal on a golf course. No, I don't think so. It's up in the, near the Scranton Wilkes-Barre area. Scranton. Yeah. Is it near the Dunder Mifflin? Mifflin Paper Company. Possibly. Will Joe Biden be there virtually or doing a uh, some sort of Zoom session? I, I, I feel because you know, people were ripping me the other day about on our Twitch stream. You know, we have a couple hundred people watching us at any given time. We have like 240 people watching. Joe Biden had 26 people watching his Zoom session. He's running for president. Are you serious? 26 people. 26 people watching his Zoom session and people are mocking me. Our Twitch feed is blowing up. Could you imagine having all this support? And again, I don't care about the political part of it, but 26 people Man. watching the vice president of the United States on a Zoom session? I hate to do it to him, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is just, uh, just if you're support, if you're one of the people that is supporting Biden, show him some support. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Just give, throw him a, bo throw him a freaking bone. As a great man once said, that was Dr. Evil, I believe. Yes. But we have big news in hockey, Harry. It's about names today. I know. Jason Stark's going to join us. My good friend Sean Salisbury coming up later in the show. Making and then his second appearance on the show. And then to finish it off in the final hour to get you ready for gambling smorgasbord action, the Philly Godfather will be in the his house. We got two baseball games tonight. We got all kinds of soccer it's it, horse racing's going on. Golf is going on. The 3M. You heard what happened at the 3M the championship up there in Minnesota, Harry, right? Well, I know uh, Dustin Johnson fired another 79. He basically took he's, – he's, what he's going to do is he's going to take a piece, a piece of 3M tape yeah. and just tape it over his <laughs> eyes and leave the joint. I think he thinks it's the Stableford scoring system or something. <laughs> what the hell's going on with that it's guy? called – I, do I really want to be here? Yeah. That's, he's in that part of the season where it's like, dude, I don't want to play every week. Tiger right. plays once a year. Right. Why do I have to be out there every week? Yeah. I got all the money in the world. I, I got 
Wayne Gretzky's daughter mm-hmm. to go home to. You think I want to schlep out here in Minnesota, even though it's a beautiful TPC track up there, Harry? Yeah. But anyway, we got a soccer name. We got a hockey team name. To the surprise of virtually no one, the new Seattle NHL franchise, Harry, will be called one of my favorite lines of all time in some of my favorite movies. The Clash of the Titans movie, the original, and the reboot. Because what do they do at the end when all hell breaks loose with the Greek gods? There's only one guy that can come in. Not really a guy. It's a creature that can come in and probably end all the other wars that are going on in Clash of the and Titans. And you must uh, throw virgins at it. You throw virgins at it? Yes. I usually that was do that thing. on a Friday night after I had a couple of Tito's with Harry. Release the Kraken. We release the Kraken. The Kraken is the name, Harry, yeah. for the Seattle NHL franchise. And I came up with a bunch of other good names, and I threw it out there in an informal poll. Mm-hmm. But we have to put it up on the poll. There are so many better names in the Kraken. First of all, there is no Kraken. It's a, you know, it's a mythical figure. Mm-hmm. Somebody will try to find a way to make the Kraken racist before they actually start drop the puck up there, Harry. But I had a lot of good ones. I threw it out to the audience on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show. The one that made the most sense to me mm. was the Semisonics. Remember, they were the well, Seattle Supersonics, Supersonics yeah. the team that up and left and moved to Oklahoma City. That was a, that was a pretty good franchise. Perhaps they were yeah. tremendous. But... If you lose the Supersonics, you got to at least think along those same lines. You're no longer super, you're, you're semi. Sonic. And then you're going to go to the bar at the end of the night after a hockey tilt and you maybe lose a tough one. And then you hear this song playing, depending on which city you're in. Some places it's like right after midnight. Some places it's usually like 1.45 a.m. when you have a 2 o'clock closing time. I love this song when it first came out, Harry. But this is one of the most depressing songs that any dude or chick who goes out bar hopping on weekends hears. Because you know what that means? One last call for alcohol. Right. Means you're going home. Alone. Alone. Yeah. You're a loser. Or you're going to just settle for whoever's left. You're on that final bar lap, Tom. (laughs) You know what I mean? You order two of whatever you're drinking, and you go on that final cruise. But the most important line is, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. Or as Harry Mays would say... Get, get out. out! Get, get out! out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line tone? It's they're at two at ten, and then at ten at two. Yes, exactly yes. right, baby. And everybody listening to the show, young or old, knows exactly what we're talking about. It's a great Kenny Chesney song. What's that one? You're at ten at two, and yeah, two at ten. Yeah. Does somebody's uh, somebody's uh, RV get taken away in that in the song too? I mean, you always lose your RV. You always lose your watch. All these other things when you get divorced, when you're a country artist. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. The dog That's dies. A, well, the dog always dies, Harry. Robin. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff. Mike Tyson update today, Harry. We got a lot of football news. Speaking of name changes, the Washington football team will be called the Washington football team, Harry. I asked Adam Schefter about this yes, yesterday. I know. How genius is that? Yeah. Until they can find a new name. Mm. I got the best name because you can't call it Washington football team because Washington is about to be canceled. I got the best. Here, I'm trying to help. That's what this show does. How about the DCFC? Since you don't like Washington mm-hmm. and it's the football club, instead of the Washington football team, which sounds stupid. Well, football club almost sounds soccer. Yeah, but the Washington football team. But no, but it's DCFC. Mm-hmm. DCFC. Or DCFT. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like a procedure that I'm about to have with my, <laughs> my, my doctor. 
Not a DNC. That's, no, uh, that's, although yeah. if I have a Pennsylvania driver's license, you might be able to get one. And I go one. X instead of male, female, yeah. or the third choice now on the new Pennsylvania driver's licenses. Oh you, could, you, know, you could choose male or female, and now Pennsylvania, because we are the wokest state in the country and the brokest state in the country, will add now an X. You could be bin- non-binary, or is it binary? What does that even mean? I don't know. You don't identify as a male or a female. Which is fine. But for legal purposes, when you are, like, what if there's an accident and they need to identify bodies, they need to, like, rush somebody, like, they need to check. Kind I don't of know what goes on there. I think it's important what is that going they know on yeah, back exactly. there. I don't know. What they're looking for. Oh, Dustin Johnson actually withdrew. Oh, no, it's a yeah, final it's now. A, it's a final. It's a, <laughs> I told you he got a piece of preempt tape, put it over his eyes and put it over his mouth and over his ears and said, get me out of here. Uh, he is gone. <laughs> He called. <laughs> Did you have Dustin Johnson no, in the no. mix, Harry? I had him last week in a one-and-done pool. That's when he is done. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get it back to baseball. Jason Stark from The Athletics is going to join us next. Get you ready for tonight. All the important stories in baseball will be covered right here. Stick around. We're just getting started. It's a thirsty Thursday. Tony, Harry, the whole gang on Sirius XM 211, Twitch.tv, and, of course, SB Nation Radio. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with home title lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW. The power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? 
I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Does it feel like opening day, Harry Mays? Not really. No, because it's July 23rd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it may not feel like opening day. We're usually coming out of the All-Star break around this time and back into the, into the second part of the regular season, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, if anything, this is opening day of training camp in football around this time exactly of year. Exactly right, but this is not the new normal. Well, it is a new normal yeah. until the next new normal happens. But a guy who's always normal, and he's been normal for a long time, that's why he's a Hall of Famer, and he doesn't even have to wear pants to do a a live stream, so to speak, because it's easier to live stream if you don't have your pants on than you just run into the bathroom. He is the great stage, <laughs> Jason Stark, Hall of Famer, and, of course, writer for The Athletic. We were just talking during the break, Harry, and people on Twitch heard it about, you know, Zoldi Zoom calls, Jason, and uh, the guy's wearing all kinds of weird stuff, and you were wondering what you had to wear. You know you've been doing these <laughs> Zoom things for the last six months. I know, right? Hey, it you know, that the question you have to ask everyone now is, what's the attire? How grungy am I allowed to look? Right. <laughs> so, well, well quasi-grungy today. You day. could never look grungy. You got a, you're a well clean shaven. You got your hair all d did up. Harry got a haircut today, although you would never notice. <laughs> Come on, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I'm not going to get dolled up here. It's a you, Thursday. You've been crying about not being able to get a haircut for months, and then you, know, you can't even tell you got a haircut. That's the idea. I like it long. Why do you care? You said you were going to grow a mullet. Well, I am. Jason's got a tie. I like when Jason had the big curls, though, man. I love back in the day, man. Jason had the little fro going back in the day, his Syracuse days, of course, in the of early course. days of the Inquirer. <laughs> yeah, I had some borderline fro going. I did. <laughs> I wasn't Oscar Gamble, but I had some fro. All right, Jason, opening night tonight. Now, you've been around this game a long time. How bizarre does it feel to you knowing that we're going to have baseball games tonight no, we have baseball in, in July, as I mentioned before, but will this feel like opening night to you with no fans in the stands and the Yankees playing the Washington Nationals? <laughs> well, it is, but that doesn't mean it's going to feel normal. Uh, I, I said to my wife this morning, happy opening day, and she said, what month is it? <laughs> that really does sum it up, right? Like, I'm happy they're playing. Uh, Max Scherzer, Garrett Cole, tee it up. I'll watch. I can't wait. But that doesn't mean it's going to resemble any opening day that I've ever seen or you guys have ever seen. It just is what it is. 
Yeah, but at least you got two teams, two good pitchers. So, and we've seen some of these games that have been played. These what are they calling them now? Summer, summer camp, camp games, games. You know where they're, they're deciding to let's play another half inning and get some work for the pitchers, or it's a two-two tie. <laughs> let's just go the hell home and all that other stuff, which was crazy. But at least it should resemble as close to normal baseball as possible, right? What when the season starts? Like tonight. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. There's going to be weird stuff I, in the stand, I, I, but they're, throwing, they're still going to throw the ball as hard. The pitchers right. are going to pitch. The hitters are going to hit. The fielders are going to catch the ball. Hopefully, there'll be errors. But I just hope there's not a tie. I do not want to see tonight's game, the first game or the second game, end on a runner at second base to start the uh, the tenth uh, inning. You, do you? You're, you're talking to the wrong guy, man. I actually, I've decided I like this rule. Really? I, I'm the last guy you probably ever thought would say that, right? Yes. But I spent the last couple of weeks talking to people who have done, have managed games with that rule, who have seen a lot of games with that rule. It is made to order for you guys, man. The second guessing possibilities are off the charts. No, I if agree. You, bunt, you screw it up. If you bunt and the team throws it into right field, if you swing away and you don't score, there is so much to talk about and think about. I'm like, I'm the thinking man's fan. You know that, Tony. Yeah, but I thought you were like a, a baseball purist. purist. Remember the, oh, you're no, a baseball purist. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Like what I, the, the downside of this is you, I am a fan of the 17-inning game where the shortstop pitches and one of your pitchers is in right field. I am a fan of that. I will miss that part. <laughs> Jason Stark from The Athletic joining us here. Tony and Harry having fun on a Thursday. Well, Jason, we got the first day of the season, 60 games. It is what it is. Uh, but we've got a team that is homeless, and we've got a sort of a hanging participle out there in that they might expand the playoffs, but they haven't done it yet. What can you tell us on both of those fronts? All right, well, I – I don't know about you. I don't ever recall arriving on opening day and one of the teams said, where are we going to play? (laughs) That's kind of new. I really feel sorry for the Blue Jays because if they're interested, uh, the wiffle ball field here in my backyard is available, but probably wouldn't meet the specifications they're looking for. So I, I think they're going to wind up in Baltimore if the proper authorities approve. Um, I, I really like if the alternative is they have to play 66 straight days on the road, that's just wrong. Like you can't make a big league team do that. And plus it's a public health hazard to have them traveling around constantly. Mm -hmm. You need some stability. So I hope that's not the outcome. Um, they've done a lot of work on Buffalo. It would take portable lights, you know, additional lights, being installed and massive upgrade of facilities with next to no time to pull that off. But that's kind of their fallback position on expanded playoffs. It makes so much sense for everybody, especially economically to expand the playoffs to 16 teams that, you know, because it's baseball, that won't happen, right? Yeah. Like you can't, you cannot get these, the union and major league baseball to agree right now whether they should use Zoom or FaceTime. So can they agree to expand the playoffs to 16 teams? I actually hope they can for this year, but I'm not that optimistic. Yeah, and then the the thing about baseball that I always thought, you play 162 games, and then you have that one-game wild card game at the end. 
And again, I know they can't keep expanding the playoffs then and keep playing best of threes or best of fives. But that's and everybody makes a big deal about the wild card. You know, I mean, these guys play an entire season, 162, and then it comes down to one game. That that always seemed to bother me. I don't know why. I guess that's not a fair way to end it. I mean, there's nothing fair about it. I've covered a lot of these games, and like they're awesome. Uh, you're basically starting the postseason with March Madness with games with a game seven, and it, it, the intensity of those games is great. There's only one bad thing about it: if you lose, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, what I'm talking. Your beautiful about. <laughs> season is over with after three hours. Uh, I, I've been in some of those losing clubhouses after those wild card games, and the the level of anger of the team that loses, especially if something weird happens in the mm-hmm. game, is unlike anything that you experience in baseball. So, again, there's a this is there's a reason in a season like this to expand to 16 teams. The first round would be best of three. I'm guessing probably all in one site, the higher seed, and it would be wild. It would be fun. You might even see some double headers. Uh, to get that thing over with quickly. Um, I don't know if I'm a fan of it over the long haul, but in a season like this, I think it makes sense. Now we have a uh, late entry into the Toronto Blue Jays story to get back to that. Uh, oh, we do? Yes, the the governor of of Connecticut has said, hey, Blue Jays, Hartford's ready, and Connecticut is just a better place to be. Go Yard Goats. So he's offering the Hartford <laughs> Yard Goat Stadium up there. You know, which, again, is not a major league facility. Right. And we were talking yesterday to some friends in Canada about, you know, the Buffalo Stadium, even though it's a nice stadium. There's, and you mentioned there's not enough lights and the conditions for the clubhouses. And that's why Pennsylvania didn't want it, because there's not enough facility, although PNC Park's beautiful. Baltimore is still in the mix. But uh, we already discussed this. It's, it's kind of weird that we are at this point, mm. with all this time to do it, to have it happen like this pretty much a microcosm of how this whole baseball negotiation turned out to be an absolute crap show. It's a microcosm of 2020. <laughs> We're just making up the rules as we go along, aren't we? And everything. Uh, you, know, you have to understand that even if, they, if Pennsylvania had said, yes, you can go play in Pittsburgh, uh, the Blue Jays would not have been allowed to use the Pirates clubhouse. Right. And the visiting team would have been allowed to use the visiting clubhouse. But the Pirates would have been dressing in, like, giant tents or some temporary facility. They were talking about putting up temporary showers. Um, this is not major league luxury as we're used to it. But, but like, wait, they, they could have brought in that hospital team. ship again, oh, the yeah. Hope. And they have right the, three the three rivers. rivers. They got yeah. the, three, the confluence <laughs> of the three rivers outside it's of the three rivers. It's an amazing idea. And then you have a hospital ship, and it's empty, and it's all sanitized. And then the Toronto Blue – see, why didn't Governor Wolf call me? Why didn't the Blue Jays organization call me? I would have <laughs> fixed like this ga- thing in a hurry. You'd have games called because of rough surf? <laughs> <laughs> no. Tony. <laughs> Well, Jason, the Mookie Betts uh, contract, uh, 12-year extension, 365, $365 million. Um, what effect, if any, will that have on uh, JT Realmuto? Great question, Harry. Now, uh, it, you know, JT, I think he and George Springer now become the marquee free agents. And this would certainly appear to back up what he told The Athletic a few weeks ago, which is he thinks – the best players on the market will still get their money. 
and Mookie Betts got his money. Yep. So now it's the Phillies move. Um, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any significant contact between those two sides since all this started up again. So basically since spring training and John Middleton, who's the president of the Phillies, look, he loves the player. I think he's desperate to keep the player. The future of the core group is very dependent on keeping this player. Um, it, it's now for him to take another look at what he thought the economic climate looked like. Um, this is really in ownership's hands. And what makes it interesting is, if you think back to JT Realmuto's arbitration case, he was not comparing himself to other catchers. He was comparing himself to other stars. And from what I've heard, that has been his approach and his agent Jeff Berry's approach to the free agent discussions. Um, we're not that interested in what Yasmani Grandal just got. Big deal. Um, the floor for them has been Paul Goldschmidt, hmm. okay, um, which was five years and what, 130, 135? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. And they've even floated some Anthony Rendon type comps. Now he's not going to get $35 million a year, but it's going to be a big deal at this point. And that's what Mookie Betts just did for JT Real Muto. He is going to get market value because there's no one like him on this market. Yep, and you mentioned the, the bets thing. By the way, give it up to Lou Merloni. Former player broke that yeah. story up there in Boston Radio. How about that, huh? Yeah, Lou does good work. <laughs> yes, he does. All right, but the bets <laughs> contract is 12 years, third, 356. That goes on top as an extension to the one year, 27 he was getting anyway. Mm -hmm. So basically now, he will make $392 million. Uh, Mike Trout was a $360 million extension. So now... <laughs> Mike Trout is no longer the highest-paid player in baseball. Everybody thought no, he, would he be, is. Well, well, the, if you're going to add the two the two deals together, the Mike Trout's is still bigger, uh, and Mike Trout's extension in itself was still bigger. Okay, uh, Mookie just slots right behind him. Either either way, yeah, we're sitting here able to afford that. It, no, yeah, no but did Mike Trout get a sixty-five million dollar check upon signing? Like Mookie Betts just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all money management, man. By the way, speaking all. of Trout, I want to mention that he is not opting out. He said he's not opting out, and that's good news. And then Juan Soto tested positive mm -hmm. today. So there's a lot of little nuggets I want to get to. And I mentioned earlier, you were the best at nuggets. And the Cubs, by the way, no fans in the bleachers, but they were replaced. Instead of with cardboard cutouts of people, there'll be ads placed in those uh -huh. empty seats in the bleachers at Wrigley Field. <laughs> There's a lot of teams doing that. Cash flow is huge. <laughs> exactly. And then I got to get you know, out. there's people sitting on the rooftops, right? Yes. So we're like, we're, we're excited about the people on the rooftops. And, uh, you know, we had uh, Jim Deshays and Len Casper, the great Cubs broadcasters on our podcast with me and Doug Glanville, Starkville, um, a couple of weeks ago. And I, I asked if they thought that people would sit on the rooftops to watch them do road games. <laughs> Why not? Right? Yeah. Nope. Nobody else in the ballpark, but it's just to go sit on the roof and look at Wrigley Field. Your view of, of Jim Deshays will not be that stellar, however. But the good news for Chicago Cub fans, that for the first time ever, opening day, the actual ivy on the wall will be grown right. instead of being right. all withered and yeah. dead like when they start the regular season, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, a few years back, remember covering the postseason, and the players noticed that the ivy was no longer green. It was red. Okay. It started because changing colors, yeah. 
we're not, you know, we're not, we're not used to the Cubs playing deep into October. Exactly. When they play deep in October, the Ivy turns red. It's miraculous. This is you're not you don't get this kind of horticulture knowledge no. on baseball talk no. as well with Jason Stark. He mentioned Starkville. Talk yeah. about a brilliant Podcast, name, yeah. Jason Stark. Doug Glanville, Starkville, Harry. Isn't that down in Mississippi? It is. That's down there in Mississippi. <laughs> That's where you Mississippi guys, State you, I know. Plays. Did you get sued by Mississippi State for taking Starkville? We're not. But when we refer to it as the other Starkville, <laughs> people in the real Starkville are not that happy. Exactly right. <laughs> all right, now we got a couple. we got Marcus Stroman. Now, the Mets, all of a sudden, the Mets have Stroman down with a left calf injury, a tear, not just an injury. And, of course, you got the uh, – Syndergaard. Thor, Thor's already out for yeah. the year. With Tommy John, are the Mets? Is that how how bad does that hurt the Mets? Are they, do they have enough pitchers to make it a run? Because a lot of people are are all high on the Mets this year in that National League East. How badly yeah. does this hurt them without first of all Thor and now Stroman for a while? Yeah, there was a lot of buzz about the Mets in the original spring training, but since then, these two guys go down is going to be a test because I think overall depth and pitching depth are the two things you wonder about most with the Mets. I don't know how they get past this. Now, they had big bullpen issues last year. As I look at their bullpen this year, it feels to me like it should be much better. But now the bullpen's got to carry that load. It's going to be a strange season anyway. You're going to have teams like the Giants. They're going to completely dispense with the notion of the starting pitcher three, four days a week, Mm -hmm. okay? And, like, that might have to be the Mets now a couple days a week. Mm. Get 27 outs, however you have to get them. Uh, But look at the NLEs, Tony. Fangrass projects the four teams, other than the Marlins, to all win between 30 and 33 games. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the difference in in just the drop-off between a Syndergaard and a Stroman to whoever they have to plug those holes with, that's the kind of thing that could be the difference between whether you get to the postseason or you don't. We got we mentioned a guy yesterday who pitched for the Mets and the Phillies last year, still sitting at home. Our buddy Justin Vargas. Vargas. He's available. J- Jason Vargas. Jason, Jason yeah, Vargas, yeah. not Justin. <laughs> Jason Vargas, who, who You guys are very close. He swoats he sweats <laughs> profusely, as you know, mm-hmm. for the Mets and for the Phillies, and now he's out of work. Do the Mets call Jason Vargas now and bring him in back back to town? Well, I mean, here's the problem. Uh you might have heard that their season starts tomorrow. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just like talking about for another arm. I mean, they've lost two arms. I know. Like it's, but it's not like you've got six months to get them up and running. You know, this is not a year where you can have guys not be ready for a month and a half. The season's almost over. It's a nine-week season. And that's the problem when you hear Strowman is week to week in a nine-week season. Look, you could miss a couple weeks in a normal season, and it's not a big deal. If you miss 15 games of this season, it's 25% yeah. of the season. So it's going to be really difficult to, to sign anybody who's just been sitting around at home. By the way, i got to give a shout-out to my boy Phil Gosselin. The Phillies announced their 30-man roster, but they only have 29 players, and nobody was, has played better in this short summer camp than Phil Gosselin, local guy. Went to, uh, he went to Malvern Prep from Bryn Mawr. Went to the University of Virginia. Braves draft pick was here for a couple of games and has been tearing the cover off. Only seven at-bats, but he had seven hits. Seven for seven, Jason. Yeah, if you're looking to make a team, Tony, I recommend never making an out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I write well that down? Let's see. Let me yeah. write that down. If you go seven for seven in limited play <laughs> and you're on a 30-man expanded roster uh, and you don't get taken, there will be out. I think people will be 
going down there with pitchforks and torches down to Citizens Bank Park demanding that Phil. But, no, they're going to add him tomorrow because a lot of people are – Howard Eskin was tweeting, how does Phil Gosselin not make the roster? Well, they only have 25 guys announced, and they're going to add Gosselin back tomorrow. A guy who can play a lot of different positions. Uh, yeah, it's a great story. Uh, you know, teams run into uh, 40-man roster issues – and they're complicated this year because you don't have a minor league system, right? right? Mm-hmm. If you designate a guy for assignment, you're, there's no chance you keep him. So it's tricky, and that, he'll he'll be on that he'll be on the team when they take the field against the against your Marlins tomorrow night, Tony. My Miami Marlins, a team that the Phillies they better not don't sleep yeah, on the Marlins. They got trouble. They have trouble with them. Most people sleep on the Marlins, except well, the Phillies sleep on the Marlins, and that's why they always lose to him. It seems. <laughs> All right, let me ask you about the Yankees tonight, because obviously the Yankees, everybody loves this team. You look at that lineup. You look at the pitching staff. The Nationals, by the way, if you're a betting man, minus 133 Yankees tonight, plus 123 the Nationals. Mm. I know you're a big gambler in baseball. I know Pete Rose used to give you some tips, but you never took them. That's how you got into the Hall of Fame, and he is still out. Who do you like tonight, Jason? Who do I like, Cole or Scherzer? <laughs> Could be a double no-hitter, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, if you're asking me how, what, whether, I, whether I think the Yankees are good. <laughs> well, no, everybody knows the I'm Yankees are good. I'm going to sign up for that. Uh, I'm more, I would be more worried about, about the Nationals than the Yankees. Yes. Losing Juan Soto is a devastating yes. loss. They're already trying to cover for not having Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Tony, following the Nationals last year down the stretch and in, in the postseason, I was blown away by the succession of incredible game-changing at-bats in big spots late in games that Anthony Rendon oh. and Juan provided. With them both down for who knows, well, obviously Rendon all year, but Soto for who knows how long, I, I, I'm worried about the Nationals. Again, the NL East is so tough. A, a win or two that you don't get now hangs over you all season. So I, I think this is a big one, Juan Soto. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And the other game, the Dodgers and the Giants in L.A. And, of course, Kershaw's ninth consecutive opening day start. And Kershaw's been phenomenal. But, you know, they still – they always talk about postseason in L.A. and winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. That's their goal. Giants are loosey-goosey here. And, obviously – you know, when you look at they're going with they're going with Johnny Cueto, Cueto. tonight. I mean, the, the pressure's all on the Dodgers, is it not, in this particular game? Especially since the, the Giants season, have not. Really. Well, yeah, especially tonight, opening night, yeah. Dodgers Stadium. Rick Monday won't be there for the Cubs to run out and pick up a flag that's being burned by a couple of fans <laughs> and have it swooped away just in time and get a standing ovation by the Dodger fans. Those were the good old days, but this is a new <laughs> era. And the Dodgers must win, and they must win a lot of ball games. They must win tonight? <laughs> I think it's a must-win game. You know, so you just mentioned this is hey. one sixty. What? What is sixty games? One game out of sixty. What percentage right, well, of the season is that? One sixty. Every every game is worth two point seven games. Hey, in normal season. this is two point seven wins here tonight for Kershaw's Kershaw. minus three hundred. If you lose with him, you're yes. down three units right out of the exactly. start. Not of the, the big unit. You're right. This this game counts. Does Kershaw get two point seven wins tonight if he wins this opener? <laughs> That should be the new stat. You know, baseball loves adding new stats all yeah. the time. <laughs> J- Jason's like, when is this over? <laughs> what I get myself into, right? Yeah. I, Wait, Jason, Jason doesn't know that I've been doing this for 40 years? 
I, I can't wait till we're voting on the Cy Young and we're trying to decide what matters most. Was it Kershaw's 15.4 wins or was it Scherzer's 13.6 wins? That's what you want us to do? Yep, exactly That's right. It. That it would be funny, wouldn't it? It would. If, this, if each win is 2.7, shouldn't we adjust it so then we, when you are voting for the Cy Young, mm-hmm. it actually looks like, hey, that's not a bad year. A guy got 15 wins in a 60-game season. There's <laughs> a lot of fun with numbers coming up, Tony. Exactly right. Jason Stark, last thing, of course, in uh, – and that's the rest of baseball. I mean, everybody. we always ask everybody, who's the sleeper team? And everybody's been saying Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Reds. So, therefore, they're no longer a sleeper team if everybody <laughs> suddenly likes them, right? Um, yeah, I just finished a chat at The Athletic, and uh, somebody asked me about surprise teams, and they, they were talking about the Reds and the White Sox. If all we talk about are the Reds and the White Sox, how can they still be a surprise? I kind of like the Blue Jays as a sneaky pick. Wait, the homeless wanderers? Now, wow. Yeah, I don't know where they play their home playoff games. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a team. Here's, I mean, there are a lot of reasons that I like that team. Uh, obviously, really impressed with their young players, their young position players, and the way they've upgraded the rotation. But here's something to keep in mind in a season like this. The ability to manufacture your own energy in a ballpark with no fans night after night is going to be a huge factor in this season. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, after being around that team in spring training, they've got that energy. Uh, they've got some players who I think could take a big leap. If they could just find a place to actually play their games, that's a team to watch. He's a guy we always love to watch. And, and people are saying, Jason's like, what's going on? This, Jason's got to be cr- thinking, this Bruno guy's crazy. Mm. He's done that for how long? <laughs> yeah, since when? The I'm seven, not crazy. Yeah. That is not breaking news. No, that is not no, breaking not. news. <laughs> well, Jason, will Terry Francona's club be known as the Cleveland Baseball Club starting tomorrow? <laughs> Apparently not. No. What do you guys? What do you guys favor for their new name? Uh, I'm big on that. I, I really am big on the Cleveland Spiders, but I, I, I doubt that's going to happen. I wouldn't say tribe because that's too much Jewish in it. You know, mm. then the Jewish people would yeah. say, "Wait a minute, I'm not the member of the tribe, but the MOT." You know how whole MOT thing. You went to Syracuse. You know all the MOT guys up there, mm-hmm. members yeah. of the tribe. Can we even call them tribe anymore? No, that's even more no, offensive all, than just saying Indians, right? Window. I think they're meeting with uh, Native American people today on it. Listen to discuss it. They got to do what they got to do. I'm worried about. Uh, I'm worried about the Washington Football Club, <laughs> and the fact that they can call themselves the Washington Team Football <laughs> Team. And by the way, Barstool already has a shirt out with the Washington the the. Uh, the maroon, mm-hmm. and it just says football club on it. Right. The so Burgundy that's the and genius. Gold. Burgundy and gold just saying football club. I think that's you heard genius. The, you heard the Seth Meyers line, right, after the, uh, the the Washington football team decided to change its name, that after careful consideration, they realized that millions of Americans were offended by the name Washington. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he has a staff of writers. We just do it ourselves here. We don't have all the yeah. writers to do late-night television. Jason, it's always great to see you, man. Thanks for the time today, brother. Thanks, always, Jason. Always a pleasure, man. The great Jason Stark at The Athletic, the senior writer, and in the, the Spink Award winner from last year in the Hall of Fame, baby. And also the Starkville podcast. Starkville. With Doug Landry. Not down in Mississippi. Nope. They may not be playing down there, huh? Well, they'll only be playing conference games. SEC is going to play. Damn right they are. Yes, Jason is following me on Twitter. Come on, man. You ask me a question like that.
We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. And the strapper line. Miss Robin has alerted me that there are quality strapper calls, but there's always room for more. 856-818-4045. 856-818-4045. Having fun on a thirsty Thursday, baby. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Having fun. A lot of people with nicknames now. We're talking about the Washington Football Club. I told you my name. DCFC. It just flows better. Mm. I told you about the uh, Seattle Kraken and our great audience on Twitter and on Twitch have all kinds of great suggestions as alternatives. Although I don't have a problem with Kraken. 
No, it, it's kind of a cool logo. Now, people are suggesting crackheads. Mm. But uh, see, I would, it was even trending on Twitter. Crackheads? The Cleveland crackheads. I oh, mean, not Cleveland. The Cleveland. No, not the Cleveland. The Seattle, Seattle crackheads. Oh, okay. I would never go there. That's no, wrong. No. I got another good one. But the Cleveland Steamers right now is a leader in a clubhouse. <laughs> As a possible change, I, I actually you know like, you got Stanley I Steamer. Like the they, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's surrounded by water. But there's no the there's no krakens. No, but it, I, you just imagine. <laughs> just imagine they're going to be able to play this when the team comes in. I mean, yeah, of just, course. No, it's great. Hockey awesome. does it the best. Mm. Instead of having like an octopus, they'll have the kraken come down from the exactly. scoreboard, right? It's going to be fantastic. In the beautiful new arena up there, it's like a big sea monster. Or something, exactly. Right? Awesome. Yeah. But you know, if you're going to go with North, Pacific Northwest. How about the Seattle Sockeye Salmons? Yeah, the I mean, there's a lot out yeah. there, right, in the Puget Sound, Harry. How about the Scoongeely? What is, is that? Scoongeely's conch. Oh, but it oh. rhymes. It's got to have. It's got to have alliteration. Seattle, in it. Seattle, the Seattle No. The Seattle no. Skifozos. No. How about Seattle Stunards? The Seattle Stunards. The Seattle Strappers. The Seattle Strappers getting that. a lot of love. How about the Seattle Soy Boys? I love that. And my favorite. The Seattle Puck Cucks. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, another, that's where the mayor that's is. That's the winner yeah, right the there. Winner. You really need the Seattle Puck to... Cucks. <laughs> you definitely no. have to make sure you pause right. and pronounce correctly. Seattle goal scored by number 72 of the Puck Cucks. Cuck you. <laughs> How about the Seattle Stormtroopers? Well, yeah. Remember, right Nancy now, Pelosi yeah, said all those police, there's Stormtroopers yeah. up there. How about the... My good buddy uh, Dave, uh, Dave Barra says, how about the Seattle cephalopods? What is that? What's a cephalopod? Come on, Harry. you got to look that up now, man. This is a smart man. He's a, he's a I, rocket scientist, aren't the Dave little, Barra. the little pill bugs, aren't those cephalopods? And, of course, they'll be playing. You know what the, the arena is going to be called, right? No. The climate change arena. Of course. Oh. A cephalopod begins with a C. A cephalopod. Yeah, but it rhymes with member. Seattle cephalopod. It is the, the kraken would be a cephalopod. A cephalopod, it, and also scoongeely. Yes. Also uh, octopus, mm. octopi. It is a squid member of, of the, the molluscan m- class. Yes. Yes, the molluscans. Squid, octopus, <laughs> I had some of that cuttlefish, and the nautilus. That's what I'm telling. That's why when I get that kind of next level thinking from audience members like Dave Barra, who is mm. a rocket scientist. Right. He's this is one. hockey, though, remember. Yeah, but cephalopod. What are the Red Wings fans used to do? They used to throw an octopus on the ice, right? Yeah. Good luck, because somebody did it one day, and then it became a tradition. Yeah, that was stupid. No, it wasn't. That's pretty good. It had then nothing you to it do with Red get... Wings or Detroit. It just was something stupid. It was stupid a fish market guy on. who threw it out there. Harry. Yeah, the Seattle's uh, more of a fish market I know. than Detroit. That's why we said cephalopods. That's why I said salmon, sockeyes, scoongeely. Those are all cephalopods, Harry. This is the next-level show. <laughs> This is not just some, let's come up with stupid nicknames like the Cleveland Steamers. Although that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or if you want to really make it, you want to really make it like hip-hop and R&B related. How about the Seattle straight out of Chaz? <laughs> Se- or the Seattle grunge. The Seattle grunge, bro. Although that's from the 90s. Yeah. It's yeah. Over. And it doesn't it's rhyme. Kind of it doesn't yeah. flow. Grunge doesn't why flow. Do you, why does it have to rhyme? Because or, it sounds good. What team ha- name has to sound good? It's are you going flow. with like the Philadelphia Phillies? Hell, yeah. The alliteration. It's alliteration. And, and this show is, specializes in alliterates. Yeah. Um, I, I do have one thing, though, that you shouldn't have it be the Seattle and another word with an S. Mm. 
It doesn't have to be. But I'm just saying. Cephalopod starts with a C. I know that. But all the other ones that you were talking about, the alliterations, because then the abbreviation is SS, and that just doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Meanwhile, let's go to a man, our buddy in Tampa, who's got big boxing news to break on the show today. Marquise down there in Tampa. Marquise, I know I saw you earlier. I was all over it. It is coming. We've been waiting for it. Mike Tyson, Harry Mays, is getting back in the squared circle. Marquise, give us the details, man. Absolutely. But first thing first, guys, what up? And also, I think you guys are over... You guys are overthinking these team names for the Seattle uh, Hockey Club. You know what that's going to happen, guys. You're going to have, like, this big fan vote and whatnot. And then corporate's going to step in. It's going to be called, you know, Nabisco Presents Seattle Hockey Club. It's going to be something generic like, like they always do. No, they had the fans vote. They did a whole process. They actually did, unlike Congress, they actually voted on all the different names. <laughs> and this is what they chose based on the fans' submissions of what they think the team should be called. We kind of figured it would be the Kraken. Yeah, I love the Krakens, man. Not the Crackers. Yeah, Crackers pretty solid. Yeah, crackers crack would have to be like in a real lily white city, like up in uh, New England somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in Vermont. Mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of crackers up there. <laughs> Meanwhile, let, let's get it back to, to the boxing event. Coming up, the date is September 12th, Harry. Did you, Mike, do you have a countdown clock no, to I Mike don't. Tyson's return? Is that, what, is that when it is? September 12th. Yes. Oh, my God. Yep, September 12th, uh, Harry. Uh, Mike Tyson's facing against Roy Jones Jr. They're setting up for a pay-per-view at some, of some, of some capacity at the uh, Dignity Health Sport Complex Health River. Yeah, now it's the Dignity Health Center Club Station Arena that used to be emptied when the Chargers played there the last couple of years, and it used to be the soccer stadium, which I believe it still is. But uh, but you're right about uh, about the, the fight. And you know, Mike Tyson announced earlier today that he's got this new Legends League. Right. He's 54. Roy right. Jones he's is 51. 51. Right. Yeah. 51. And and and. Tyson hasn't fought since 2005 when he lost to that dude that nobody ever remembered or heard from ever since. You remember who that was? The great Kevin McBride. Kevin McBride McBride. in 2005, and he lost to the dude. And then the other guy, Roy Jones, hasn't fought since 2018. And they're going to wear no headgear, bigger gloves, and it's going to be on pay-per-view, Harry. How much would you pay to watch that fight? Uh, Zero. Harry, I got a sales pitch for you. What if I told you on this undercard there's going to be a YouTube star and Jake Paul taking on former NBA slam dunk champion Nate Robinson on it? Nate Robinson, uh, the little guy that yes, dun- the dunk went- champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that played for the Knicks. Dwight. And a strapper from uh, Facebook or something, mm. right? Or YouTube. Right, the guy we were talking about a week Logan or so Paul, ago. Logan Paul, right? Yeah. Logan Paul. Which one? Jake Paul? I don't know which Paul. They're, they're brothers. They got, they're yeah, brothers, right? They're both yeah. YouTube guys. Strappers, what they are to me, man. Well, I'd like to see <laughs> Nate Robinson kick the crap out of that me guy. Me too. Hey, Marquise, great stuff, man. We'll talk to you again soon. A lot of boxing coming up to add to all of our sports. You know what else is coming up? Sean Salisbury is going to join us in the next hour. We'll talk football and baseball. A man knows it all, Harry. Stick around. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.